Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years of Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, I was slightly thrown off by the Zoom lady. She seems to have changed her announcement that we're recording, Chris. Did you notice that? She changed her tune. Uh, a little bit. I didn't notice as much, but then I get now this big pop-up on my screen saying that I do accept that I'm being recorded. Oh, so you have to consent, huh? Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm not here being recorded without my consent. I, I allowed it to happen in order for this episode to take effect. And uh, here we are. A lot of wrestling, huh? I would never want to force that on you. I would never want to force you to, <laughs> to do anything, Chris. Well, you know, you have my consent. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Only just <laughs> I'll force you to answer my emails. That's all I'll force you. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just giving you shit. Um, yeah. I had a, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes they just get lost. Where do they go? You know, in your inbox, like where the it's a black hole. I have I have about four email addresses going into one inbox, and okay. it's it's chaos. I actually it's like chaos. I do have a system to be very organized, but lately mm-hmm. uh, my focus is in an entirely different inbox now. So it's like, do I merge those two again? Do oh, I merge right. that one with with the big one, or so it's like okay. So, yeah, now when I look in there, it's like, oh, I'm 300 emails deep. I'm like, I'll sort through it eventually. Yikes. And Do you have getting, like your promotion emails? Like, uh, I, your... I have a filter that like just takes okay, those good. out automatically to a different okay, folder good. that I don't want to see. So you just get 300. E- like, what do you, I think you need to unsubscribe to some lists or something. <laughs> it's a combination of uh, old clients. Um, yeah. So, you know, people are reaching out and then there's like, yeah, there's definitely like still some uh, some cleaning up that I got to do with some mailing lists and, you know, pro wrestling yeah. tees like they email every single email address <laughs> in my book. <laughs> oh, so you get like four pro four wrestling tees of like, do not miss out on our 20 percent sale. Yeah. Funny thing before we kind of jump into what this episode's all about. Yeah. Um, I am. I just want to give a shout out to the Pro SNTs crew. Uh, the The list of people that we know who work there just keeps expanding. Um, now, like Jeremy is a like full time employee there. Jeremy, oh, really? The real Jeremy Zaha. Yeah. So him and I caught up a little bit this weekend. We went to a show, which we'll talk about. But um, he's warehouse manager. Or, I think that's what he said his title was, or like a some kind of man shift manager, inventory manager. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, I've seen like Chris cash. I've seen Castro sentiment. I've seen Richard sentiment. Ca- seen- Castro's, um, I don't know if it was a Snapchat or a story or whatnot, where he's just like hysterically crying, laughing. Um, yeah. What was that Saturday night is like every, every PWT employee at this time where, you know, you have all these debuts and you're still not done with CM Punk orders. Yep. Like, I mean, swamped. I could just imagine there's they're swamped, you know, but um, I hear punk buy some pizza once in a while. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that they get, I think they can. Yeah, they, they can do. I don't know how much overtime they can get, but they get paid for all their hours. It's just when it, it's just feels so daunting when it's staring. Yeah, of course, it's staring at you in the face. You know, it's like it, it was just cracking me up. I was texting Jeremy. I was like three debuts plus the Lucha Bros have new tag team like championship shirts like i am just like crying for you at, at this moment 
Yeah, shout out to the to, to those guys who also had their charity uh softball. I was in a tournament, but it wasn't a tournament, it was just a game. Yeah, All I heard they got spanked. Went to, yep. So it's pause. <laughs> so that's that that's cool. Yep. No, that's 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 awesome. But um yeah, and then I saw a funny tweet where you know Daniel O'Brien just came out in like a white t-shirt. My 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 marketing brain right away is like, what what the fuck is this about? I know a white t-shirt. So then, you know, then I'm like, I, I'm over here getting all smart and I'm like, oh, well, maybe his contract with, you know, still, you know, like T-shirt or WWE shop doesn't allow him to, you know, because I'm like, that is not a move that PWTs will do, where it's like they're not going to debut somebody or know about a debut and not design them a shirt. So, because it took them like a day or two to then all of a sudden release the yeah one came American out dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy, the real Jeremy Zaha was saying that they could probably sell a white, that white shirt and put like <laughs> something small in the corner, like AEW in the corner and, and actually sell it. And then BD on the, on the, on the sleeve. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Of course. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, just shout out to those guys probably working right now while we're recording. It's 846 on Wednesday night and I'm sure they're, they're in the warehouse. Hard working fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, so why are we here? I see you're outdoors, right? Is that true? Um, somewhat. <laughs> I was outdoors this weekend for sure. I mean, that, the weather was nice. Uh, yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> Saturday, there was a big uh, concert in the Hispanic community. Like, there's like a group that your parents would listen to, but you just become so attached to, to so attached to that group because you would hear them Saturday mornings as they wake you up to clean the house or at parties so this band is called los bookies they are legendary they broke up like at their peak and they like 25 years later they were gonna make they're making a comeback tour they sold out so uh what is it uh soldier field uh on saturday and sunday um oh damn damn, they're running soldier yeah that's a big deal both nights yep and i was actually trying to go i wanted to go since i know i wasn't going to go to all out and yeah, that was nearly impossible to do. How so, do you spell the, their name? Los Bookies, L O S space Bookies is B. Oh, I see it. No, B U K I S. U K I S, yes. Okay. Bookies. Um, the main singer looks like Jesus Christ. Um, he does. He's got a Jesus, <laughs> even his facial hair. <laughs> yeah. He really does. Well, no, who knows what Jesus Christ looks like, but yes, the, but, the how he's represented in exactly. American culture um so yeah so i ended up uh just you know throwing up the this uh inflatable big screen and the projector and you know i told uh pbr pedro and a couple of buddies if they don't want to come through we just had a couple beers and listened to the bookies as they were playing on the big screen so do, do i know any of their songs like are any of their songs mainstream or no i mean they have like a bunch of mainstream songs but i don't think you would know okay. any okay um, but yeah, like, so that's what I did Saturday. And then that gave me the idea of like, well, if I'm going to all out, I might just throw up the screen again and, and do that. And I ended up, yeah, like just throwing up the screen and I watched the show and, and it was, it was one heck of a show. Like I, I even, I hadn't, I hadn't drank, uh, IPAs in a while and I bought myself some IPAs. I was chilling in the backyard. Uh, the girls came out and sat with me um yeah the tiki torch is going for the bugs 
Yeah, for sure. And also as the night progressed, also turn on um, the fire pit. So wow, it sounds like a setup. Yeah, it, it ended up turning out uh, pretty well. Um, actually, I, I'm like since I was there by myself, I ended up uh, I was gonna tell Alan, uh, our friend, to come over, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he answers and he's like, "Oh, you're already here, bro." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Oh, you're not coming to all out." I'm like, no, I was actually going to call you, see if you wanted to drop by the house, but. Oh, he was uh, there. He's like, yeah, he was already over there. I was like, oh, you bastard. You didn't say anything. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, it was, it was good. It was a good time. I definitely weather uh, was nice enough to allow that to happen since we've been having a lot of rain here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the show, but before we even get to all out, like we saw each other Friday night. Yes, yeah. you touch on the Friday night. And I'm gonna I'm going to just say this right now before I forget. I know the opening song that we should do. Okay. It's a, it's a Mark Anthony song. It's Angel Escalera's theme. It's Mi Vida or something. Yeah, Vivir Mi, mi Vida. Vivir Mi Vida. Mm-hmm. What is Vivir? La, 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 la. Vivir means to live, live my life. Oh. Okay. Yes, it does. Um yes, yeah. that should be our opening song. I'm down with that. I actually got to say uh, hi to Escalera. Um, I missed this match, though, on Friday night. Right. That was the first thing that we saw. That's why I wanted to, yes, make this segue. So, yeah, we finally got to watch the show together in person. It's been a bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think since uh, maybe that that first closed door show for Freelance. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of it has been COVID. A little bit of it has been me, Um, but same here. I mean, I haven't gone to many shows either. Yeah, uh, well, how come no one? How come no one mentions that? Huh? (laughs) Because no one has been to shows. Nobody's been consistent. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's people in that that. group chat that we're in that probably would say they've been. I mean, I mean, Hank, but he, you know, rings the bell and does crazy things over there. So um mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah i haven't been consistent at, at shows either so um i'll get a pass for a little bit but eventually i'll start getting shit and then they'll say that it's a green screen when i'm actually at the show <laughs> that was funny yeah <laughs> uh but yeah we were there uh freelance no place like home uh took place on september 3rd in hoffman estates yeah Grand sports the- arena so that's so when I got there, um, so I had never been there, but I recognize that that's where the um, so there's an indoor se- semi pro indoor soccer league. Um, and I know the Mustangs because they actually brought over um, a really famous uh, soccer player to play with them for, I believe, two seasons. Um, Mexican soccer player. And he, I mean, it's indoor is very different than playing outdoor soccer. Sure. So I always wanted to go out there to like at least see him play once. I never got to do that. But once I got there, I'm like, oh, this is the place where he played. Um, okay. And now it turned into a wrestling arena. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm not going to. It served its purpose. It was it was mm-hmm. fine. It was a great arena. There was a lot of space to move. It was a little it was a little run down. But, you know, it gets the job done. Shit. Like there is a lot of. A lot of yeah. standing room, you know, if you wanted to spread out, if you felt comfortable doing that. But we were so we were chilling in the bleachers, the cheap seats. Um, can't complain though. 
And um, yeah, I don't know. That's the first thing we heard. So that's what popped into my head. I was like, and I had that song stuck. I had Angel Escalera song stuck in my head the entire weekend. And it's, I, it's a catchy song. Yeah. I mean, I, the crowd, it's like, a, it's, it, it, it is a nice opening song because the crowd, it puts life into the crowd. It mm-hmm. breathes life into the, into the crowd. And then he just comes out dancing. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a hot opener. You need an opener that just like ignites everyone, you know? Um, I guess I'll read off. We can read off the results and then we can just like talk about stuff that stuck out to us. Okay. Uh, Devin Monroe and Angel Escalera, right. Pick picked up the win against pick and pop, which is a, Code what? Hernandez and Darius Luttrell. Okay, and is this uh, so? Do you something? know if this name is this tag name? Is it new? Is it something they debuted it, or do you know if they've been using it before? The pick and pop. Um, I don't. This is the first time I've heard it, so I'm getting right. these. I'm getting these results from pwponderings.com. Um, I didn't take notes because I wanted to be more focused on the action. Uh, so I wasn't doing my usually usual note taking, and then like in between matches, I would just tweet mm-hmm. stuff. And also we were like chugging Modellos. We had a decent amount of Modellos in, or like a few, like we could have yeah. had more. I, take, yeah, yeah, being for responsible. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Kike bought us one, shout out to him. Um, and then after that, it was Trevor Otla defeating Effie, which uh, that's a match I want to talk about. Okay. Kevin, Kevin Blackwood defeating Storm Grayson, Cole Radrick defeating Jordan Oliver, Chris Castro and the Bang Bros. Uh, the return of Chris Castro defeating um, Billy Starks, Marcus Mathers, and Alfonso Gonzalez. No DQ match between Shane Mercer and Craig Mitchell. Shane Mercer actually ended up picking up the win there. And then MDK Hausen defeats the almost offensive offensive list team of Frank the Clown and GPA. Where do you want to start? So um trevor outlaw effie i think it was although uh you know trevor had to cheat um i mean it's just the standard standard stuff and he ripped it ripped another person's sign so i think we need to update our invoice first of all the <laughs> the money he owes us is late yep. so i think we maybe put like not must pay by 90 days um it's been longer than that so that late fee is just just you know duplicating way too long um and yeah like this was i mean this was definitely a match i you know i think anybody that's been you know part of the freelance faithful at least or or i mean nowadays like a lot of people know of trevor outlaw like he's been getting around um yeah and having has. having an <laughs> having an opponent like effie uh i think that just calls out you know like a must must see match and we've and, and we've seen these two wrestle before uh-huh. So this was the rematch. Is that what you were going to get at? Sorry, I cut yeah. you off. No, 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 you're good. Yeah, and, and also, like, adding that layer of, of this is a rematch. So, I mean, I walked in in the middle of this match. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when I got to the show. And I was I was surprised at, the at, at uh, you know, Allah uh, picking up the win here. But like you said, I mean, he had to cheat. He had to get on those ropes and, 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 and pull the pin. So... I don't know. I don't know what what that says for for Outlaw going forward. Like, you know, is he gonna keep getting? Because he's been getting, you know, a lot of big names to go up against. Yeah, he's wrestled Cole Cabana. 
I think it shows personal growth. It's just he's growing towards just becoming a bigger D-bag, a bigger cheater, and and growing towards the dark side. You know, he's getting closer to Emperor Palpatine instead of he's, he's growing in the direction we don't want him to grow. But, I mean, losing Naffy the first time and then beating Naffy the second time, he did it. You can't, you can't fault his effort. Um, and honestly, I'll say a nice thing about Trevor Outlaw is that he cuts a promo for before every match and puts it on social. Like yeah. it honestly never fails. And it's something simple that literally every wrestler can do and every wrestler doesn't do it. So I'm just like, once again, like we're not wrestlers. We have, we have, we have a different medium that we're, where we tell stories and talk and laugh with people, but like, why, why can't he set a standard for himself? I feel like he's doing that. And yeah, like no every wrestler could do he that could if be, they wanted to. He could be in an alley. He could be in his own backyard. He could be right. outside of a, an arena. Like he, like utilizing that, the medium of, of quick promos that, that help him, you know, build stories, build his character. It really helps build his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, you know, that's shout out to him on that, but mm-hmm. uh, we can move on. We don't want to. No, let's not talk about it for too long. No. Um, so Storm Grayson is just like a full blown shoot fighter now, or at least like he <laughs> he has that feel. Uh, I'm kind of sad he lost because it would be cool to see him gain some winning momentum. Once again, it's wrestling, but if I'm going mm-hmm. to buy into the product, you know, and Storm's picking up all these wins, I think it would help him. Um, but he's just straight up like he's just. Russell Lee Moriarty wrestled this Kevin Blackwood guy who seemed really good. I, I this is my first time seeing him, I think, or hearing about him. Shout out to Lee Moriarty who just got a contract with AEW. Shout out. He deserves every bit of it. But like he's chaining with these people, he's mm-hmm. striking with these people. He'll do his like kicks. A, his kicks are good. Yeah, exactly. He'll do this cool blue thunder bombs. Uh so he's, you know, Michael Cole probably loves it. Um, he loves calling out modified blue thunder bombs. That's his thing. But he hasn't lost like his wrestling. It's still there, but like he just mixed in a lot of, a lot of chaining and a lot of striking and a lot of ground stuff. And yeah, I think you see is more of an identity now, because if you look at the card, they're really, unless you're bringing in someone who's like, we're wrestle for freelance on the ground, but wrestles in a bunch of independents. There isn't a, a, a person like that. That mm-hmm. is just like, you know, they don't have like a, a Matt Fitchett where it's just like, or like a a gulak where it's like this guy's mm-hmm. gonna chain you. This guy's gonna like, you know, slow the match down technical. like a ZSJ, yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. So he's like, I'm not saying he's on that level yet, but like he has an identity. I, I, would say, now. I mean, I think that also like technical style sometimes comes out of uh, Radrick, which we'll talk about next. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but but I mean, his presence is completely different than Radrick, right? Radrick is a, a much smaller guy. He's, you know, Storm is tall and super muscular now. Like, he just looks like, you know, he's getting in better shape every time I see him. So, um, yeah, like, I, I, I think the word that we used last time around was consistent. He's been consistent. He's been growing. He's been showing his skills. Yeah. And, and, and I like it. I like the way uh, he's developing his character. Exactly. Yeah. And did you have thoughts on the Cole Radrick, Jordan Oliver? I, I mean, Jordan Oliver, I've seen him a few times. Uh, and I think I mentioned to you at the show that I, I think I've seen him at um, AAW. Uh, but Cole Redrick, another guy that I, he just every time he goes out there, no matter if he's wrestling, you know, multiple times that that multiple times that night, 
like he goes out there and gives it 110%. Like, I just feel like he's like always like when he finishes his matches, like, yep, everything was left in the ring. Yeah. He's all gas, no breaks. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just like, which is ironic too, because he's a huge fan of uh, the Intimidator, Dale Earnhardt Sr. May he rest in peace, which is my dad was he, my dad is a huge NASCAR. I've never gotten into NASCAR, but my dad was a huge NASCAR fan and loved, like, had a, I had a bunch of Earnhardt shit in my house growing up because of my dad. Like mm-hmm. tons of Earnhardt to good wrench number three uh, stuff that just like posters and shit that was just like in the basement. Like I, I didn't buy any of it, but but like he loves that. Guy. He loves Earnhardt Sr. And where what was I getting at? Oh yeah, NASCAR, no brakes, all go. He 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 models his style after a, a NASCAR race, basically. <laughs> well, if you want to talk about all gas no breaks davy bang and the bang bros uh partnering up with chris castro in this upcoming match against billy starks mark marcus matthews and alfonso gonzalez so alfonso gonzalez second time i see him um i've never had never seen him before um but he um i don't know if i can speak much on that taping but I, i i seen him recently and uh he he's a funny guy, funny guy in the ring. I I, I won't funny say how, huh? funny how, like like a clown. Um, no, not not quite Frank the clown. Okay. Um. So he's not a coward. Uh. But he is very. Uh. He likes to talk a lot of crap. Um. While he's outside in the ring, but then inside the ring, and he gets chopped. It'll be the loudest scream you ever hear in a match. So like that type of funny stuff. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> But I, I got to say, I do like this pairing of the Bang Bros and Castro. The Bang Bros just, and yeah, I can't speak to like what's been, what's been taped versus what's been aired. So I won't, right. I won't, but let's just say there's something about the Bang Bros this night that just looked right. I think you know what that, that is. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. They just looked right this night and whatever they were wearing on them, it looked just, it just, that was like, yes, that fits a hundred percent. Um, and then Chris, Chris Castro, I talked to him briefly. He brought the energy. I think he had like a lot of pent up, like I haven't been wrestling in a while energy and like him and Craig this night were actually like very, they were emoting a lot more. They're mm-hmm. very vocal than they usually are. I don't know if you noticed that too, but Chris Castro had a fire in him. Yeah. Yeah. For like, that's, I mean, and you know, again, one of the hardworking guys at PWTs, uh still streaming you know on a weekly basis um and and you know wrestling so he has a a full calendar of things to do and interact with if you if you want to see some chris castro yep i think he was twitching you can just go to the pwt warehouse and you can find him (laughs) exhausted and asleep on the floor there's also that um yeah so if you want to if you want to interact with him he's out there and we owe him a shirt and we all my shirt, which I forgot in my house. I was supposed to take that day. It's all good. Um, man. I forgive you. Um, so no DQ match. Shane Mercer versus Craig Mitchell. Um, it, I mean, Shane Mercer is just a different species. They he tried to pick up the bleachers, bro, but they, they were connected. I mean, yeah, these were connected bleachers that were like 20 feet long. Like if he would have done that, like he would have had to pick me up because I was on the other side. <laughs> he, he he didn't even test it before the match because he 
this is he's fake. He he made like Sports Center right for picking up the bleachers mm-hmm. at one time, mm-hmm. but he didn't even test it beforehand because he tried to do it. But there's two sets of wooden bleachers that were connected to each other, so he tried to do it and then he couldn't do it because it's just way too. That's just way too heavy. But like I, you would think he would have like tested that before the match, or maybe he did, and that was still part of like the act. But the fact that he still did it, that moonsault with or it's, it's a moonsault. It's not a fallaway slam. It's a moonsault uh, off of the, you know, I think with someone in your arms, rope. it's a moonsault with someone in your arms. Craig Mitchell. He's not a, a light boy, you know? No, he's not. Craig Mitchell <laughs> got thrown like into the hockey sideline, like into yeah. the into the penalty box, like over the over the, you know, they, they you could tell like some of it's a hockey ring because they have like the. Yep, it's the indoor soccer field. Or like yeah, that's a, that, mm-hmm. that could be indoor indoor soccer mm-hmm. walls. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, and uh, I think hockey when I think that, but um, he got thrown over that into like a bin, and I, I thought mean, he was seriously injured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Craig took a beating. Um, you know, he also had some offense, but you know, Shane Mercer is is is, is not human. No, no. This was the Haas fight. This was um, the Hulk versus the Red Hulk. Um, and that's a Marvel reference, but I'm really in the Marvel. So when I saw the right now, I mean, more so than ever, but I said, okay. I saw the no place like home. I, I thought of like, I think the Spider-Man, I said this Spider-Man movie is called no mm-hmm. way home. I said this mm-hmm. last, last time we talked, I'll shut up. But um, yeah, this is the Hulk versus Thanos basically is what this match was. Yeah. And then um, MDK Hausen. Um, so this was scheduled to be Kylie Ray and Danhausen. No, Kylie Ray and Nick Gage versus Frank the Clown. It's supposed to be MD GPA. Kylie. Yeah. And, no, it's versus Frank the Clown and Ego. Oh, it was Ego. Yes. Okay. As I was, so uh, someone on Twitter, yeah. Because we don't know facts or anything, mm-hmm. and we don't have any details correct or names. Someone on Twitter politely corrected me and i was like oh thanks nice well yes <laughs> um i mean we also got you know a great match by dan Housen and an appearance by nick gage <laughs> so uh, oh, Chris, cr- yes credit to nick gage obviously he's always just always he loves chicago he loves the chicago gang he, like, he loves the energy mm-hmm. that we bring we love him um i don't know how you can hate the guy like you just can't you just really can't hate the guy because you see so much energy and passion in him. And it's just like, it's really, and he's a good, good dude too. If you just talk to him, like he's an intimidating guy, but if you just go up and talk to him, like he's a good dude. Um, But this was credit to them because like, this wasn't the original pairing. Right. So Mm -hmm. earlier in the night, Frank, the clown came off to say whatever he says. And Dan Housen like came out and briefly cursed him and then told him like, actually, this is what's going on. MDK Housen. So they put this together like in a few hours, I'm assuming. The match wasn't incredibly long, but it was everything a main event needed to be. The crowd was into it from start to finish. GPA and Frank the Clown were like retreating out of the ring and into this open space. Because I said there was a lot of space when when Nick Cage got tagged in, which was mm-hmm. really, really funny. And GPA deserves obviously the main event. Uh, I can't believe I just said that, but you know what I mean. And um and somehow they got enough offense in to make it feel like they were winning at one point. And, and then Nick Cage got tagged in and it was just over from there, but they did the, they did, this wasn't the scheduled match, but it's still, it, it wasn't like your, 
it, yeah, it was you, your indie banger, yeah. high spot, high spot, high spot. It didn't need to be because like there's other elements of entertainment in here. You know, yeah. there's like laughter and comedy and like all that shit was in this one. So. So, yeah, if you were able to, you know, what do they say? Suspend disbelief or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this was a, it was a great entertaining match and it was well fitted for a main event. So I was happy with that outcome. Absolutely. Uh, the crowd so, went home happy, I think, after that one. The the crowd got kicked out happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they had to clear the space because they had uh, so three cup stuff. The uh, GCW and BLP were running a show after this. Um, so I'll use this transition to say that, you know, we both like I, I you know, we're talking and I'm like, oh, I think our friend wrestling buddies, Ryan, you know, he's in Chicago. Like, let me, you know chat him up see if he's in if he's in the audience somewhere so i do so and he's like no i can't make it but i'll be at the next show are you staying i'm like nope wasn't planning on next message i get is him sending me a ticket it's like stay i'll be right there so i was like okay i wasn't planning on staying for the next show he purchased the ticket for you but he right? purchased the ticket for me and so what a you good know, guy such a good guy ryan and i gotta say the night took a turn not not a not a bad bad way, but so I just took thinking, it, it, no turn is bad. It could take a left turn. You could take a yeah, right yeah, turn. Yeah. So you know, I'm like, well, I'm there a little longer. I had to wait for the show to start. Um, you know, talking to a few people, got to catch up with with Gringo, and because I had that interaction with Gringo, and we're talking about kids and family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, later that night, uh, Juice comes up to. Uh, I call. I said juice. Okay. I knew um, who I could literally. In my head, I was like, Juventud Guerrero is going to come to the story. Guerrero comes up to yeah. me, and he's like, "Like, hey, uh, who do you work for?" And I'm like, "I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't work for anybody, uh, you know. But how, how can I help you? Like, you know, I was speaking to him in Spanish. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he speaks English, of course. But and and I figured he wanted to talk to somebody, so I'm like, oh, like." you know how can i help you and he's like oh no i saw you talking to uh gringo and i'm like oh yeah i know gringo and and you know a couple of people here but you know what's up and he's like he's like okay here's my phone can you just record record my match uh and i'm like oh okay he's like I'm like your whole match <laughs> and he's like my the whole match or if my phone starts running out of battery just my highlights i'm like oh okay i got you bro He's like, okay, I'm up next. And then I oh, realized shit. where I'm at. And I mean, it's, it was a packed house and I'm not that tall. No, you're not. So how am I going to record Juice's match? Given he he some did not pick the correct person. <laughs> I'm standing next to Ryan, like the tallest guy in, in the, did Ryan the record place. It? No. So I ended up uh, asking, you know, I, I asked around at, around the merch table if I can stand on, on, on a chair to um to record so i did he get did he don't you don't have to say it on air did he give you his passcode though to like get into his phone <laughs> no he, <laughs> he he's like just swipe this way and okay and that's how you get to the camera and that's what's he what's know. he rocking with what kind of phone does he have uh it's it's a big samsung android okay. phone like, okay i i don't know what kind of did phone you get any text like, messages while you're recording like no but his phone was gonna was gonna die like it was not gonna make it throughout the whole match it wasn't so were you so, trying to just get the get his so spots I'm getting, yeah i'm getting his spots and unfortunately like what the match was insane by the way it was uh uh i would 
I, I don't even know um, how many wrestlers, luchadors. It was Gringo. It was. Um, Let me look it up. Um, two, two cups. Three, it's three cup stuff. Is um, it three, oh, it's three cup stuff? Three cup stuff. Oh, because the other one was two? Uh, I guess. And uh, like it, it had, I'm, I'm forgetting his name, Laredo Kid. It had okay. um, Aries. It had. Yeah, Gringo uh, Loco, Aries. Mm-hmm. They won, defeated, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. sorry if you haven't seen yep. the show. Um, defeated Juventud Guerrera, uh, Kamikaze, Laredo Kid. ASF, Dragon Bane, El Hijo de Canis Lupus. Canis Lupus, mm-hmm. It's a lot of lucha. So, yeah, a lot of lucha. Hijo de Canis Lupus is somebody that uh, Steve from Warrior kind of told us a little bit about where, like, Phoenix endorsed him as, like, the next, you know, greatest luchador or whatnot to come up. And uh, this is the first time I get to see him live. I have seen a couple of his matches, but seeing him live, um, like, all these guys that did such a great job. Um, but unfortunately, uh, Juventud ended up on the last dive. He ended up hurting himself. So uh, I, I don't know if he rolled his ankle, twisted his ankle. Oh, shit. Um, so that was unfortunate um, because at the end, like he didn't even he couldn't even finish the match. Um, so at the, like the end, when they take that picture in the ring with people throwing money at them, like, you know, Juventud Guerrera wasn't there. Um, so that was unfortunate. But yeah, I ended up, you know, recording some of his stuff uh, and. Um, nice. Like it was something that I was not expecting on doing. Um, and, and it was, it was a great show. So then it's, you know, it's, I'm like, I mean, there were several matches that were great, but I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, it's almost one o'clock in the morning. I'm going to give it until one o'clock. If this show's not over at one, I, I got to go. Cause it's another hour plus drive home. Um, and, you know, I got to be up early. I got kids. <laughs> so I, got kids. I need this job. <laughs> so yeah i'm looking at the time and then i'm like yeah i think the last match that i watched was um uh the title match which was jake something versus uh help me out who, who you're looking Effie. at the screen effie yes okay yeah so watch that and then like we're in a crowd and then the next match is kind of like the main event and of course um nick gage is the last one to come out and so somebody in the crowd like I think I don't know if they heard me that I told Ryan that I was leaving or something, but they're like, you want to wait for a GCW Nick Gage entrance. And I was like, or okay. he like moshes with everyone, and, right? Yeah. And I was because yeah. I was right by the entrance too, because that's where uh uh I was waiting for for Kumantu to give him his phone. And and sure enough, like that's an experience like where if you're there, like it's it's crazy. Like it reminded me of those like back in the day champa entrances where the whole crowd is is involved um super cool but yeah i just waited for that entrance and then i had to go uh so unfortunately i couldn't stay for the main event but man you really had such adrenaline rush walking out of there yeah yeah, i'm like well i gotta take this (laughs) adrenaline rush so i don't fall asleep on my way home yeah no Uh, that was smart yeah but yeah it was it was uh it was it was fun it was fun. It was fun. There was actually a match after that. It was a light tubes and panes of glass death match after that. Oh, really? Yeah. This, if, if, this is, if this is in order, mm-hmm. it looks like it, it probably is. I'm, I'm on wrestling-news.net. Um, well, I believe that site because I wasn't there, so they could tell me whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh yeah that it looks like an insane show yes three cups stuffed i think it's because they did two cups stuff the year before like two years mm-hmm. ago or something like that since so three three cup, i might be wrong um it's three cup stuff and yeah that one looks we'll we'll we can link that one too we'll probably link all the if you haven't seen any of these shows link the fight tv yeah uh the round fight tv we can link that in the article on two on face.com um but obviously, if you have seen them, I hope you're enjoying our commentary. If you disagree or agree, or you just, you can even just tweet us anything except any, nothing uh, raunchy or disgusting um, at the number two heels in a face on Twitter to discuss even further. That wasn't all the wrestling, though, was it? No, because uh, next night or next, what, brunch hour? It was Sunday, Sunday morning. Sunday morning was your brunch? Yes. Uh, okay, they had, yeah, that they had McDonald's Friday, breakfast burritos. They were cold, but I still had some, which is fine. They had McDonald's breakfast. They had like mm. egg McMuffins, like sausage McMuffins. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Uh, but And they had pastries. But all the money that you bought for food, not the, not the we had mimosas too, but all the money, nice. you, bought, all the money you bought for food, um, was donated to uh, LGBTQ charity. Oh, okay, cool. So I was then I, that that gave me an incentive to just eat more. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take the cinnamon bun. It was like two for five, or like five, or yeah, two for five. So you paid five dollars, you got two. <laughs> it was five for two. Yeah, <laughs> I got a brownie. I got I shared that. I went with the real Jeremy Zaha. You wanted to go to the show. I like watching wrestling with the real Jeremy Zaha, and. Uh, the show had a had a. Uh, did, you, did you get an update on what do you like podcast? Yeah, that, he said a break. He's taking Season a break. Coming up, he's taking a break. Yeah, he's he. It said it was becoming a chore for him, mm. and then he started to dislike it. He likes the the podcast a lot, but it was just like I think he had a lot going on with life. So then it's yeah. like, oh, now I have to do this, and it feels like a second job. Whenever that starts happening, you you need to stop. I think we've talked about that many times. Whenever mm-hmm. we start, that starts happening. And then you have ill contempt for your hobby. And then it's just like downhill from there. And then you hate the stuff that's supposed to bring you joy, uh, which is never good. Um, so, yeah, he's, I got an official, official What Do You Like podcast. He's taking a break. He said he's going to start recording and build up a bunch of episodes. And then just. So, yeah, something in the can. Yeah. So, and then he's because I think it just. Uh, what was ta- it was taking them so long? Maybe it was like the editing that was taking. There was some part of it that was taking them very long. I think it was editing. Okay. Um, so I feel like if he has, if he has like eight or nine done, he can be like, okay, this is the official restart, and then he's got, you know, he's always ahead then of his production because he's mm-hmm. always got one in the hopper. Um. Uh, but yeah, so this this show. Because we went to a big gay brunch in October 2020, right? You and I. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which was a fun show. It had a it had Peril winning a even though he's a bear, it had him winning the Twink Gauntlet. Yeah. So this kind of followed up on some of that. So um the show had a surprisingly high work rate. And that's not that might may sound bad. That's no offense to anyone on this show, but like the show has a is can be a a little gimmicky at times like you know there was the twin gauntlet and peril just kind of destroyed everyone 
but like literally every match had like it was it never it just felt like a wrestling match it didn't really feel like like there was a drag host which i appreciated mm-hmm. um i have a new, found newfound appreciation for drag over the, these past couple of years not not effie hasn't really effie's contributed that to a little bit but like i've seen drag in other places um so that was that made it feel that and it being daytime and the breakfast and the mimosas it made it had a very good brunch vibe um, but then like Jossie and Ace Perry were like crushing each other in the ring. Like it did like the, the pro wrestling part of it did not slouch at all. It was even more than I expected. Um, there was like, they were going at, they were going at it really hard. Like Jossie, I know we've seen him before frontman Jossie or frontman mm-hmm. Ja. Um, I know we've seen him at freelance before, but I feel like he's leveled up. He's leveled okay. up like five levels because he he looks fitter he looks stronger his i don't know maybe it's just the first time seeing him in a singles match but he him and ace perry tore it the fuck up um Pero defeated so, uh, someone named jordan blade um and Pero then so the 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 cool thing at the end was per, they built Pero up to be a a big heel he's 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 built into this big heel now because okay. he's and he's a giant human being um the fun the main event jake atlas saw the return of jake atlas on the indies which was really cool because he's awesome mm-hmm. he and effie had an had a great match and then peril came out and beat the fuck i think out of both of them especially effie <laughs> and like and challenged effie and said it all this all this shit so setting up the next show huh? yeah that's setting up the next show so peril so they've really built peril into a force okay um and uh, and yeah, and so I, I think that will be the minute that'll be like a, a match on the next if they do a next big gay brunch. So it's 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 cool that they they kind of joined them together a little bit. Mm-hmm. The one we saw and the one that happened here. So cool. Um, were there any other shows that outside of the big gay brunch after that or no? Right. Because then it was like. Well, they had like side parties and all that stuff, getting ready for all out. There, I mean, GCW's War Games show. I heard Art of War Games. I heard was just mm-hmm. insane. Like they keep trying, they keep outdoing themselves. But I haven't watched it. I've seen some stuff on Twitter on the tw- on the okay. on the Twitter machine. Um, but so I would check that out as well if you're still not done after you watch Freelance, after you watch Effie's Big Gay Brunch, after you watch BLP. If you're still not done, uh, watch that one. That's a that's just what I've heard. That's what I saw two juice at brunch, and he was telling me that the, he's just like stuff he's never seen before. And two juice <laughs> two juice has been in the game for a bit. You've seen it all. Bit. Yes, he's a father to many. <laughs> uh, um, quick takes about all out. You you watched it, and um, you know I, I watched it too. So surprise, surprise, we didn't even communicate about Sunday and watching the show. It was just for me, it was one of those things like, I guess I, I, I am home. I'm going to watch it. And I told you, I like, let me just do the big screen in the backyard. Um, but <clears throat> did you actually plan uh, plan on watching this ahead of time? Um, Well, I think it helped a little bit, too, because the next day we were off. Yeah. So I could if I could like, uh, you know, enjoy it a little bit more, I think. And and not, you know, I didn't have to wind down Sunday night. Um, and. I didn't have the Sunday scaries watching it, which was nice. I had the Monday night scaries. Uh-huh. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I, I got a couple of friends that are trying to get me in, in the AEW a little bit more. And I saw, I knew I, I kind of want to watch Sting still. I was like, if Sting didn't bring you in. I just don't think the man should wrestle. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. he, you know, he's doing a few matches now. Yeah. 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 He's not going to be like, you know, tearing it up with Adam Cole in there. But uh, um, it's just when I see him wrestle, it's fine. It's it's fun. You know, it brings a smile to my face, but it's just like, I don't know. He should just go like full manager role, I think. Mm-hmm. just really get better at like he, he's been a decent pro he's been a solid promo always but i still think even like prime sting there was a little bit of room to, to grow there he could cut like one promo basically well as crow sting he didn't need to talk that was cool obviously he's not doing that now um i, I think he cut like he had like a, a promo style which was like fiery and yelling it in your face mm-hmm. so it'd be cool to see him expand that a little bit and just like kind of manage Darby, which he kind of does now, but he'll get into altercations with people. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed all out. I really, I, I think that the main event by the main, by the time the main event came around, I was like exhausted, like emotionally <laughs> well, I, exhausted. I mean that, that, uh, I mean, no credit or credit. I don't know that big show match versus QT Marshall, like, place that that hour it was definitely like that was supposed to cleanse your palate i think yeah it kind of felt like okay guys you can go take a bathroom break like i mean i don't i don't want to say it like that but just such high caliber matches back to back and then that being inserted there it just felt like now you're gonna do the big show like that (laughs) but i'm like that's (laughs) in his role i guess um that's all i think that's all he's got right now to be honest is that oh yeah i mean (laughs) Alan was saying that it's like his yeah, like knees are bending. His knees in. are not. Yeah, <laughs> when he walking, when he's walking down the ramp, his knees are like he's got like pigeon knees. Like, uh-huh. it's, like it's just like mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna snap. Yeah, but um, I, I for sure like watching that. Um, so first, I made fun of it. You know, uh, the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks again in Chicago again. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. You know, I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, like they'll put on a great show. If if you're in the crowd, I'm like, you're gonna be amazed. Mm-hmm. For me knowing that I was gonna be at home, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch another Young Bucks Lucha Lucha Bros match. Um, I I don't know. These, these guys just make magic and make me forget that I've seen them several times. Yeah, they do but make magic. It was it was amazing. And then so I'm you know I'm sitting there with you know with Carla. Carla's watching the match too. And then at the end, when they win, um, I don't know if you know, it's like Pentagon is like signaling, signaling somebody to come in, come in, or like waving them in. And but the camera is not moving away from them, so it's weird. So then eventually they pan over to Phoenix, who's already in the ramp. But then they pan back to Penta. He's still outside the cage, and he's like telling his daughters to come in to give him a hug because oh, they shit. were because cr- they were crying, and it reminded me of that Noel Foley. And Mick Foley match where uh, she's like super little and watching, you know, Mick Foley getting beat up by The Rock where she's Oh, yes, yes, I saw that. Okay. So like it like to me, like that was like, oh, shit, it's very similar. Like they're crying. They're upset. You know, that is all bloodied up and and gives them a hug and and they go back to their seats happy or whatnot. And as he's making his way to the ramp and then Carter's like, I think I'm about to cry. I'm like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. I'm over here all like hyped up and shit. Like, cause it, it really like these guys who, you know, 
started getting their fame out of Lucha Underground and definitely did their their work in AAA and just seeing their progression and, and getting to this point where like they're signed with AEW, everybody was happy, but nothing had really been done with them, right? Like they've only been taking losses uh, against the Young Bucks in Mexico against the Young Bucks, uh, Escalera de la Muerte, like all these like matches. And, and now they finally get, you know, their shot and, and, and they, they end up uh, champions and like their social media was full of like, they were super happy, like, you know, like any other, mm-hmm. you know, other person that would win the world title. This was for them, the world title. Right. Yeah. I think, I think they're, they've done so much, but there's, yeah, there's still things on there on their, you know, their resume that they could fill in, I think. At, at any point, like, they could always be Lucha Bros, and they could go their own ways, and either, yeah. they, we've always talked about, like, they could always come back and bump heads and give us magic. We know that's going to happen eventually. I could or watch those two wrestle any day of the week. Or they can split up their own ways, and then, you know, then is when, I think when they do, if they do, that's when Phoenix is really going to get everyone's attention. You think? Because yeah. I feel like Penta's always been the more popular one. Yeah, of course, like, Penta yeah. is, is a whole lot of character. Yes. But I think if you let Phoenix run on his own, like he is, you know, uh, to me, he's like, however people think of Kenny Omega being the best right now, like I think that's that Phoenix. Like he just needs needs to have the, the spotlight on him. Yeah. No, they, I think they can get there because mm-hmm. – when I said I would watch them wrestle any of the week, I meant them wrestle each other. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know. What yes, you, yeah, yeah, I know mm-hmm. what you meant. I didn't specify, but like, they're some of their matches together are some of my favorite matches of them. They, they tore the other. entire United States wrestling each other, right? And they would sell out everywhere they would show up. Yeah, exactly. That could be a goal of theirs. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can you can have that on a bigger scale. This is the biggest. This is the biggest stage most amount of eyes, <laughs> biggest stage that they've mm-hmm. been at. Yeah, I, like eyes on the product. Um, so there's st- so it's like if people haven't seen all their other stuff, yeah, you could do a, a singles feud with them, um, which they'll crush. And yeah, I mean they had a, a national title or a world title they've held in different promotions, but a world title here is something that could be on their 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 checklist. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. They still have things to accomplish. They're still not done. They'll never be done. You know, hopefully they take care of themselves. Um, there was only one off the cage bump and it was a cross body. So I was just like, yeah, I feel like Phoenix is capable of a lot more, but I, I didn't need him to do that. You know, uh-huh. cause the match was already crazy. So I was like, okay, that's, that's a nice and safe, as safe as, as it's going to get kind of thing. And that was spectacular. So I don't want you, him killing himself out there. I also like that they didn't, they got rid of the leave the cage stipulation. Did you notice that? Oh, that you can leave the cage to win. Yeah, they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it like, I, I don't know if they always have been doing that. Once again, like I'm just get, kind of getting back into mm-hmm. AEW. But yeah, like, in this match specifically, that I mean, the fact that they were like contained in this cage, that was a cool aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's stupid because like it's just a, it's just a dumb. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Either leaving the cage or even the door. It's just like it's just it, it's just it's so hard to make that look realistic. There's so mm-hmm. many opportunities for you to run out that door, run up the cage, and just win. And the cage just became a weapon, basically, yeah. in this match. And they used it perfectly. So you just need a pinfall or submission. So um, th- I think, and then the CM Punk match, um, 
Um, well, first off, let me say that Britt Baker is very much improved since her time on the Indies. I don't know if you got that yeah. impression. Mm-hmm. She's a lot better. Um, Cause I was texting some friends and I was just like, I don't know, man, Britt Baker was never really over with me on the Indies. And like, I was just never, yeah, never clicked. Yeah. But she looks a lot. That match was very solid. She looks a lot better. Um, I wanted Thunder Rosa to win the. This was Thunder Rosa's moment. Like as much as I love, you know, Ruby Riot, Heidi Loveless, Ruby Soho, you know, like it was a great opportunity for her to come back. But I feel like somebody else could have taken her out, and then she would have started the feud with somebody else. But this, to me, I'm like, I, I, I felt a little, a little like, you know, like Thunder Rosa was robbed here. Like this was her chance. Yeah. I know that's how my heart feels. Isn't that like mm-hmm. how your heart feels? Yeah, like she was right. Yeah. Uh, and she, and Chicago just as they loves her, and she has such a strong love for Chicago. So I mean, obviously Ruby does too. Yeah. So I don't want to take away any mm-hmm. of that. She has history here as well. Um, so a lot more history probably on the independent scene. But Thunder Rosa's wrestling in the Indies a lot here too. So um, and it's one of the ones that like okay, you know, Ruby already had her her shot, I guess, in the big leagues or whatever. And she, she's there now. She's part of that, um, you know, common factor of people that, you know, have been signed. Rosa has not had that kind of like big break and her carving her path to AEW now, it feels that way. And for her to be so close and be taken away, like that's why I guess it's like the, what your heart wants versus what the booker says, <laughs> you know? No, you're so right. I, this was, this felt like the big break she was going to, she's earned. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. It didn't happen. So you're 100 right. Um, uh, and then yeah. So the the Punk Darby Allen match was also. It was slightly overshadowed by the cage match, but it was honestly like just as good. I think. Um, did you see you, the the comparison or the homage to One Two Three Kid and Bret Hart? I did. I saw. I you know I noticed the initial spot. Uh-huh. I noticed the spot with the where he does the arm drag and the person's like surprised by it. Uh-huh. That like, he keeps it locked in. Yes. Mm-hmm. I noticed that spot. And I was like, okay, that's from that match. But there was even like three or four more that yeah. Twitter pointed out that I mm-hmm. didn't know. Um, they did a really cool, they did a really cool job. I'm sure GPA was popping for that since he's a huge, <laughs> he's a huge Brad Hart mark. But at first the, the punk, the punk Darby Allen matchup seemed really random. Did it seem random to you? Like, why of all these people punk this is the first person to wrestle punk or no um well i i mean yeah you could think about it that way but i think i was for i mean for me from the moment i know that was potentially going to happen was when darby allen cuts that promo and i just happened to be watching dynamite live during that okay time. so i missed that so what did he say uh, so he cuts a promo he's with staying in the back uh, he's just cutting a promo about something else and he's like you know i've beat a lot of people here um, and I have more people to beat, even, you know, even those who call themselves the best in the world. Oh, and okay. so that was Darby saying, like hinting at like punk is coming. E- so even before by him so, saying that line, that's when okay. He, then United Center gets sold out immediately after that. Okay. So that makes sense. But even before he says that, if you're just put your smart hat on for a second, like, if you're be like, okay, I'm bringing in, I own AEW. I'm Tony Khan. I'm bringing in CM Punk out of this whole roster. He could feud mm-hmm. with so many people like Darby Allen seemed at the time, very random, did it not? Um, it could like you had other options. Yeah. 
but also I think um, like if they already had like you know if you want me to put that smarky fedora I mean not you don't have to glue it to your head but no 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 but it's like you know you already had like who do you want to you know punko against like just just with the mic you could have MJF yeah but they already had that program leading with Jericho sure you're not gonna steer away from that I guess Darby was free Um, and he's probably and and Darby's been making it make like the the little bit that I've seen you know consistently of AEW is that you know Darby is your main it's a main event guy okay like he they've been playing him that way okay maybe it's just my lack of AEW knowledge that Maybe it but yeah, feels if, more I, if I was with you where I'm not watching consistently or not paying much attention, it would feel random. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that I had a little bit of randomness going into this match, but it, like it completely delivered. And mm-hmm. at, by the end of the match, I was like hundred percent Darby Allen should have wrestled CM Punk that night, like hundred percent. So I'm trying to say is what I was, what my initial thought was. I was proven completely wrong because Darby Allen just makes any match better. And it was almost like CM Punk was kind of laughing at his like crazy diving antics. He's like, you don't need to do all this. Like, yeah. Um, so it, it yeah, I, I'm, I'm reading this. I, I have this article in front of me, but ble- oh, bleacherreport.com. The Lucha Brothers match was an A plus. This was an A rated. So they were like right there with each other, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then by that, I was emotionally drained and I honestly barely watched the main event. I yeah, just I, 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 I was so I don't exhausted. Much of the main event, but obviously, you 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 think about that main event, and you think about how the the show wrapped up, right? Where Adam Cole comes out, and then Daniel Bryan comes out, or Bryan Danielson. It's so much what you remember too. You remember the cage match, Punk's return, and then the and then the debuts at the end, right? And everything. Um, the main event's kind of overshadowed. Mm-hmm. And and I honestly, like, I don't know if you got to watch the match that uh, that Christian and um, and Kenny Omega had at one of the Dynamite shows, like the one previous to this one where Christian actually wins the TNA Impact titles. Oh no, I haven't. That I was that was that was. I think it was on the first Rampage. Okay. Um, I'm realizing that, a lot of my takes are they probably sound stupid just because I haven't watched anything leading up to all up. Trust me, I haven't watched a whole lot, just okay. maybe recently, and that's why I have a little bit more. And not now, uh, Carla changed our cable package, so I don't have TNT anymore. <laughs> so that might Ooh. change. Oh, man. Are um, you salty? You sounded salty at that. Uh, no, not really, because I didn't take advantage when I when I had the chance, you know? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I had cable for over a year and okay. never started watching until recently. Um, but yeah, like, that first match was amazing. I, I truly enjoyed that. It was like a 20 minute match i think okay um it was great um but yeah like from this match i honestly don't remember much i just remember the ending and like like i, I called it but i i jokingly called it because i told carl i'm like oh yeah adam cole's not gonna he's gonna go and hug them he's not gonna turn their backs on them and i'm like now nah, what would be cool if it's daniel bryan who comes out but i don't even know if that makes sense and sure yeah. enough that's how it played out but um but then I forgot about what I had thought. My first thought was like, why is he wearing a white shirt? <laughs> but the gear. Yeah. The gear. But it, was a fun, it, was, it was it was a fun, fun show, man. Like it was worth the pay-per-view buy. Um, just with the for me for for that cage match alone. Yeah. Like, the no, rest I, of it was icing on the cake. 
It really that's that's a perfect way to put it. That cage match is, is honestly worth it. Um uh so here's what I'm slightly worried about. Once again, I'm not I'm not like mm-hmm. complaining because I really love the competition. I really love the it seem it feels like they're they're lighting a fire underneath WWE's ass, and I love that. Um and we need competition in, in this world. So I'm much sl- that the NXT logo changed. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'll never watch NXT, NXT again, <laughs> probably, unfortunately. Um, I I'm a slightly worried that because if you look at this card, it just seems like there's a lot of spots on this card that could have been taken up by other types of talent. So that that's where, like, I mean, I want to see where this goes because they keep signing and like signing and big they names. keep signing yep exactly keep and, signing more people and it's like okay where does that leave the rest of the roster how do you shake things around so nobody gets left behind right where's um, the point where they stop signing people and they're like we're full? what what i was not I, what i had not thought about and i actually saw a clip before uh before we started recording is that on tonight's uh dynamite i, I want to assume it was tonight's dynamite um or you know they're um taz Taz and CM Punk were going at it at the mic. And I'm a huge Taz fan. Like, I yeah, love yeah. his work on the mic. Um, and I, I don't know if it was a good segment or not, because I think you had some some people talking about it and that didn't make much sense. But just having them two go at it on the mic, I automatically became excited because the, behind Taz, there's a group of young guys, including his son, um, okay. who can actually then then it's like okay then you might line line up those young guys against punk is and, he still and, with k is brian cage still on the roster i believe so i i, I see he wasn't on the show at all he was not on the show at all um but i know it's uh tess's son and and some other big guy i, I can't recall right. his name of course because they're signing all these big names and you had christian in the main event and you had uh, you had big show taking up an entire match and like, I just don't want them mm-hmm. to forget about all the indie guys they signed at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That it was like, it was like, okay, these are their, these is their indie guys' chance to be on TNT. I don't, and I want them to have we, spots on the card, you know. Like we just said earlier, uh, Lee Moriarty just got signed, right? Fuego right. de Sol just got signed, like officially signed. So it's like, we know that these are not right off the back main eventers. No, but what? how are you going to utilize them and not leave them forgotten enough on the wayside, you know, like right. make sure you utilize them. Uh, but then also they, they have a lot of content, you know, out there. Like not that's just, true. That's know, what Rampage, Jeremy, the real Jeremy's was telling me yeah. is that they, they use all of their shows to work in all of these people. So I guess maybe for your all outs, that's when you're really competing mm-hmm. with WWE and you can bring in larger. But that's names, a downside but- that I don't think, I mean, as, maybe because I am not a diehard AEW fan. I enjoy their work and I, I like watching, but I, there's no way I'm going to watch all of their shows. So do I then kind of figure out who's on what roster type of thing? Like, I don't think that's how they're yeah. working, but it's like, you just can't consume it all and you are still growing your roster. Mm-hmm. So as a fan, how do you, you know, how do people get over the younger people that might not be on these main shows you know, how do they get onto the main show and get themselves over? Like, because we still have people like Sammy Guevara who've been consistently on top and in the mid. Sammy Guevara is a good example. I think Sonny Kiss mm-hmm. is a great example. Like mm-hmm. when they were signed, it was like, okay, these guys, like these guys can be like two 
these guys, these people can be like two matches away from the main event on like an all out, but right. now they weren't even on the card because more people were signed. So I'm just saying like that, like, I'm not trying to sound like a, a dick here and like, I'm really excited for AEW's future. Cause I love the competition, but like those early initial people that were signed, I, I hope they don't just toss them to the wayside for these new people. It, that, it's a little bit of, um, you know, of us not being avid watchers. Every sure. Week I agree. Throughout every show. That's fair. That's fair. But, yeah. but also because we we've seen these guys in small arenas in smaller shows that is like, great. Congrats. You're signed. Now we worry that you're, you know, we don't want you to be forgotten. So yeah. And, and, and maybe they don't care. Maybe like, yeah, maybe working AEW dark and getting paid that is like is, is fine with them. That's that's fine. It's part of the road to the top, sure. But yeah, like, I guess that's just the fan in us was like, let's make sure these guys are being used and yeah, and, and people actually get to see their talent. Right, exactly. It just feels like it's getting crowded, and mm-hmm. yeah, those people that we've seen at the Logan Square Auditorium, I don't want them to be forgotten by people that were used to work for WWE. Although the people that are used to work for WWE are great wrestlers. So Bray Wyatt coming in hot. See, there's another one. Like Kevin Owens <laughs> tweets out the latitude, longitude of, of uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore yeah. That's another one. Like if you were to like sign those two people, they might have been on just, they uh, might be in the next all out that then that removes two another right. people. Like and isn't that just Kevin Owens, right? Apparently the rumor is that Sammy Sane as well. I don't see why not. Shit. Like it, it's, <laughs> an, it's, 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 I mean, it's a, it's an actual uprising. Like I hope Vince mm-hmm. is, I hope Vince is scared. I hope he stops. Just relinquish your power. And you've done, you've made so many, you've made us smile so many times. Your legacy is intact. Like, and they weren't far away. Like, <laughs> you know, when we started doing this NXT was, was the pinnacle. Like we would not miss that show for anything. Like, yeah. So yeah, uh, wrestling landscape is changing. It's changing. It's really shifting right now. Um, I'm just I, I'm happy to be a part of it and just be a fan. Um, yeah, it, it's it's really cool. It's really cool overall. That was just my one t- takeaway, and I don't want to be negative. I'm uh, so we'll just we'll just have to monitor that and you know see. On that note, see what happens. I think we we wrap it up. Uh, yeah, we've been talking too much. Shows that are upcoming that we need to look forward to just right quick. Sorry to put you on the spot, but I don't have that in front of me. No, you're good. I got them. Um, if this comes out before September 10th, Freelance Wrestling returns to Logan Square Auditorium, or you can watch them on, sorry, it, we might've said it was on fight earlier. It might be, it was on fight or it's on IWTV, one of those. So sorry if we messed that up. Um, the return, the Freelance returns to Logan Square Auditorium. That's this Friday? This Friday. Oof. Okay. <laughs> this is like, oh, <laughs> I uh, promise you itself we go get ice cream. Um, Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be there, but it's, it's the return to the LSA. Um, ten, October 23rd, tickets are almost sold out. Monix versus Kylie. Monix's last match. We're going to raffle off two tickets. We'll probably do it, cl- uh, probably do it closer to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but follow us on Twitter at the number two heels in a face. And you, you know, if the ticket, I'm not saying don't rely on us when don't rely on you winning the raffle, buy the tickets to that. Get them while you can get them while you can. If you end um, up being like Christian and not getting bookies tickets, then rely on us for the raffle. Yes. Yes. If you can't get the bookies. Um, 
One second. Freelance Underground. Freelance Underground has all, they have one ticket link and all their shows are in it. It's so easy. It's the easiest, easiest way. Uh, go to their Twitter. It's in their bio. Uh, Dirty Deeds. Freelance Underground goes to Thornton, Illinois. Thornton, oh, that's Illinois. That's the, that's the distillery. The distillery. And that is on September 25th. Oh, add that to the calendar. That's a Saturday. I believe so. All right. It is a Saturday. Thornton, Illinois. I don't know where that is. It's probably south of you. I, I think it's south. Not far? Not too yeah, far? It shouldn't be too far for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, I think that, that'll hold you over. Uh, if Honestly, the best way to find out when people are running is to go to their, their Twitter. So Freelance on the Ground Twitter is Freelance U-R-N-D-R? G-R? I don't know. If you just type without... in Freelance Underground, you'll see it. Don't type <laughs> in the handle. Yep. <laughs> um, anything else? J- uh, JLM, I have tickets to one night. Jim Lamb Memorial Tournament. Excuse me. Don't forget the T. JLMT. JLMT. When is that happening? Um, uh, late October. Late October. Okay, I got... Oh, I don't have much. I'm 29th, maybe. Out. 29th, 30th. Sounds right. Um, 29th, 30th. Yes, they have two nights of that 29th, 30th, and then they have a day show on the 30th, too. So there's three shows in that weekend for AEW Pro. And then October 1st, they have a show as well. Got to reach out to the, um, to Trent. Are they going to do um, trading cards this year? I, know, honestly have, I honestly have two packs, I think, of trading cards, and I haven't opened them yet. I don't know why. It's not like they're going to be like worth amount of baseball. Cards, uh, there's, but. I'm sure. I mean, there's a DJC card in there. Um, might be worth something. That's true. I maybe could. I mean, you know. can, can we get? Uh, I mean, if they're listening, which why would they? But, um, I mean, ref Nate Speckman deserves a trading card in that pack. I think so. Say. I think the refs deserve one. You know, Perch has earned his. Like uh, I'm just saying, refs and then some. A card mm-hmm. and then some. Yep. So yeah, it's out there. It's out there. You guys can find it. Warrior Wrestling is bringing in Bret Hart. I don't know when that show is. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sweet Sixteen. So that's like on the sixteenth of. On sixteen. Yep, October sixteenth. Yep. Their Sweet Sixteenth. Their sixteenth show. No. Maybe they had that many shows. No, I mean, they, they had. There's no way. There's no way they've had that many shows. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's just because it's the 16th and. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's their birthday. No, their birthday is my birthday. Your birthday is your birthday. That. Yeah, we share birthdays, you know. Okay. Thunder Rosa is their women's champion. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Is Trey Miguel still their champion? Trey Miguel still their champion, according to WarriorWrestling.net. So that'll be fun. All right. So check out WarriorWrestling.net. Oh, Buddy Matthews, formerly Buddy Murphy from 205 Live and NXT. Looks like he's coming to that show. So GPA is going to be at Warrior Wrestling because he'll probably want to meet Brett. Absolutely. Oh, and the, the Lucha Champion, Aramis. Correct. He looks cool. So. 
Yeah, hopefully if I make it, that'll be the day I'll show out some money for my, my next max mask. Aramis mask, huh? Yeah. But yeah, right, man, I mean, first. there is, there are upcoming shows for sure. So, I mean, if anything else fails, make sure to follow Two Heels in a Face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Charlie's always retweeting and posting uh, upcoming events from, you know, our local promotions and some. So don't miss out on that. You can also check out twoheelsinterface.com to check out our past episodes, other articles. Uh, Charlie just recently released an article, right? Yes, it is uh, some of our favorite episodes. There's 10 episodes. They're ever, mostly evergreen content. They're interviews, not show recaps. Um, if you've missed one, go check it out. Uh, it's just a lot of, a lot of different people um, that we've talked to. Um, not, not all of our favorites. So if you don't see your episode in there, if you're on an episode, don't feel bad, but just some of our favorites. It's under blog posts at twoisonface.com. Just kind of doing a small recap of the past four years as we come closer, probably an episode or two away, two episodes away from 200. Are we? I believe so. Mm, we should do something. Uh, Je- say. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Havoc, Chico Suave, who's going to return to the ring soon. I talked to him at brunch. Danger oh, nice. Mask, Laney Luck and GPA, Sarah Joy Shockey, Pat Monix, the most recent one we did where he talks about his injuries and his last match. Mr. Kate Blair, Onyx, and Cora Jade, formerly known as Elena Black, the besties in the world, Kirby the Voice, and Isaiah Velasquez. So we're interested in hearing any of those people speak, twosinaface.com. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up, Charlie. Um, outside of people uh, making sure that when they see this episode, retweet it and make sure you hashtag Viva La Chico. Yeah, hashtag Viva La Chico. He'll be, he'll be back in the ring soon. Can't wait for it. Hashtag Viva La Danger. And yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. All right. Thanks.